0: Does your kid always approach her or his mother for everything and approach his father only to ask where is the mother? Hello and welcome to the best for him podcast where we talk about things that are related to men and relevant for men. This is your host Bhavna from best for him studios. In the new age where both parents are working there is definitely need to share the responsibilities of kids at every age starting from upbringing a toddler to feeding them, sharing and maintaining a good and close bond with teenagers and then being companion when they start their own life. For all this, fathers need to be equally involved as much as mothers. However, probably not always but at times, fathers lack in nurturing their kids or building up and close bond with their kids. But this is not impossible. Fathers can become the first helping hand or a problem solver for their kids, says our today's guest, who is a parenting expert and coach. Today we have Mr. Shashant Kalra, Director of Parvarish Institute of Parenting. Welcome to the show today. How are you, Mr. Kalra?
1: Good, yeah. Thanks.
0: Firstly, I would like to ask you, why raising a child is always associated with mothers and not fathers? How can this mindset really change?
1: Bhavna, there are multiple ways of answering that question. So, uh, uh, one, I feel that this, uh, at a a certain level, this question is slightly incorrect. Um, Men, we start rating men and women on this uh, parameter of parenting and nurturing children. But, uh, but actually there is no, uh, nothing to do with men and women. Okay. These are traits. Uh, we normally uh, collapse traits and gender nurturing is a feminine trait and nothing to do with your gender Uh, let me say that again so nurturing is a feminine trait we all you and I and all human beings whether they are male or female have all kind of traits there are feminine traits and these are masculine traits Uh, traits are defined just by uh seeing what is towards nurturing and towards softness and anything which is stronger and harsh and needs more strength and normally termed as masculine traits what we have done over decades and centuries we've collapsed traits with gender uh, and that what makes that question uh in a way correct that men are not good at nurturing or at parenting it's actually a feminine trait, and you and I, and I as a father, I as a male, have those traits. Now, what happens is the traits which get nurtured, which get focused, develop. And the traits which do not get focused and we do not get nurtured over a period of time do not get focused. So they are not developed well. So if you look at history of mankind, men are normally nurtured for their strengths for their going out there in the world earning financially going fighting it out for a family and traditionally the role of a female is the one who's nurturing at home making taking care of the family taking care of children reproducing delivering children so over those many years the trait has gotten nurtured like that and Coming to the second part is that parenting is uh, is never learned, right? We all look at parenting as a natural process. Uh, being a parent is natural. Reproduction is natural. Parenting is not because parenting over the years has evolved. How our forefathers used to parent or our four families used to parent is very different from the parenting today. So it has evolved over a period of time. Human beings have evolved. Children have evolved. It's not the same child who was born in 1900s who's now born in 2020s. Very different, very evolved human beings. Same things don't work. So parenting is a very uh, evolved, researched science in itself, which normally people do not learn or do not have an inclination to learn. So now if you combine what I said earlier, that few traits get nurtured in a, female and a few other traits get nurtured in a male and over centuries has been the female who's been nurturing the who's been developing the traits of nurturing and taking care of people and emotional and being softer men therefore by default take the other role and because you're not learning this art it ends up being a women's job or a mother's job and fathers and men start to Uh, distance themselves and also start to think about themselves that this is something which they can't do, this is something which doesn't come naturally, this is something which is not a part of their role.
0: I think you have put it very well for our listeners, but please tell us that how can fathers play a role in nurturing their kids considering they lack emotional bond and they are primarily seen as financial support in the family?
1: There can be two ways of answering this question again one is very tip ways do this do that do this do that but uh, uh, in the world of parenting in the world of humans in the world of human psychology counseling uh, tips don't work every human is different every man is different so there is no one one size fit all kind of a answer to this question so we need to understand this deeply uh, so there are a couple of myths uh, in the world in the world of uh, nurturing children in the world of uh, child development and also human behavior. So the first myth is that parenting uh, takes a lot of time. Uh, We need more time to become better parents. We need to spend more time with our children if we want to become better parents or make them a better person. So that is a critical element which needs to be broken first, because if you really look at it, uh, because traditionally, and even till today, men are expected to earn for their family. They are the ones who are involved in the financial aspects of it more. Uh, running the family. So they spend most of their time in their professions. Uh, women uh, too are looking at their profession. They are also looking at how they can also bring in financial uh, stability and uh, income and home. But it's still like a secondary thing for most families that a man has to work. Uh, a woman has an option so the option of spending more time with a child is more available with a woman than a man and that's why people think here a woman is more apt to do this work she has more time so first we'll have to break this myth that parenting is not dependent on spending more time with your child and let me take an example to prove to you that what i'm saying is right is because if good parenting was a matter of spending more time with your child then housewives who are spending most of their time with children spending a lot of time taking care of their children spending a lot of time taking care of their needs there should not be too many problems in those households but the situation is not like that the issues parents are facing currently be it excessive screen usage or not wanting to studies or health issues or eating habits or behavior or being on the on social media too much of time all of that are being faced across families irrespective of whether the woman is working or not so it's not a matter of time so we need to see what is the factor which leads to good parenting and learn that so what I've been talking about and I'm promote propagating is that we need to learn this art of parenting it doesn't not come naturally every human being is different right the way you think uh, and the way maybe you're your sibling even that sibling could be a twin the way they think how every second person tastes something their thoughts their feelings their actions their emotions everything is unique if i say something to 10 people in a room every person will have a different experience of that same thing Uh, so we need to understand, first thing, that every human being is unique, so every child is unique. You cannot do parenting in one particular way. What happens is that uh, all parents, if you really ask me, how do we learn parenting, whether it is a man or a woman? We learn parenting by our experience, by what happened to us when we were a child. What, how I, our parents behaved, how my dad behaved, how my mom behaved what worked for me and what did work for me. So over a period of time, what I begin to learn is that things which worked for me, which my dad did, which my mom did, which my other elders did, I like it. And I say this is great. This is good. Things which they did and didn't like and didn't work for me, I say, I will take them off my system of parenting. So by the time, and I'll take this example from a point of view of a man. So we are all learning from our parents, our fathers. So the way our fathers behaved Things which worked for us, things which were good, which we liked, we keep it. Things which we didn't like, which didn't work for us, we didn't uh, didn't enjoy it, we hated it, we took it out of our system. So by the time I as a father became a father, I had a perfect template of how a father should be ready with me. We need to know that my child is not me. My child is a very different human being born in a very different era with different thoughts, feelings, and evolution. So can my best fit be somebody else's best fit? The answer is no. So I need to understand what is my child's best fit. That is what the main role of parenting is all about. Not in the doing of what I'm doing, but actually understanding the child. Once you understand what is the best fit for your child, then parenting becomes very, very easy. Expecting them to follow or you follow is the biggest pitfall every father or every mother makes.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. At least I can relate to your perspective. But what are the basic things that fathers can do to you know come closer to their kids?
1: Um. So a few things. Uh, if you really look at any household, the communication between, especially a father, a male, and the child, is on. Actions and results. Uh, I'll take a few examples. Uh, what happened at school today? How was your exam? How was your marks? How much uh, did you score? Uh, how did you fare in your uh, chess uh, tournament or your cricket tournament? Uh, it's it's all about interactions which are transactional. Uh, we uh, as men are not even trained or coached or even think that we can do any other conversations because that doesn't come naturally to us because that's not what got nurtured in our, uh, our system, not in this generation, but from generations and generations. So what I would suggest to parents, uh, to men specifically at this point of time is when you come back home, when you talk to your child, start focusing on sharing your day, sharing, what do you, what did you go through? How was your day? Not in terms of what you did, not in terms of what you achieved, not in terms of performance, not in term of, terms of what your achievements are, but more towards how was your experience of the day? Like when you went to the office, how are you feeling? When you met with somebody, when you had a great time, when you had great results, when you didn't have great results, when you had an altercation, like how was your day? And what was your experience of the day? And ask the child about that experience itself so that's one. Second biggest pitfall in these communications we do is that we want to fix everything so for example if a child says that i wasn't happy i became angry at my teacher i was sad about it this was boring so whenever we have something like this uh, coming from our child our first instinct is to fix it How can I take him out of his boredom? How can I not make him sad or I have to make him happy? We need to refrain from that. Let me say that again. We need to refrain from that. Rather than focusing on fixing the issue, we need to focus on how the child was feeling so that we can acknowledge and talk about the feelings more. Do we need to fix it? Maybe, maybe not. But that would come later what needs to be addressed at the first point of time is communicating our experiences communicating our feelings acknowledging them and being present to each other's experience and feelings so these are two things which i would suggest to men in the world out there fathers in the world out there
0: it's a great information for our listeners. Thank you so much. But, you know, when fathers deal with their kids, we have seen their strict approach and anger mode switches on altogether. Could you please give some tips that how should a father behave when they're around their kids or when they are not listening to, you know, what father is saying?
1: Um. So before answering this question, let's get to the genesis of why does this happen first, okay? Um. And why am I taking this route again and again by first going deeper into why something is happening? Why do we behave in a particular way? Because once we understand the why behind it, the answers become much, much easier and clearer for us to understand and to implement. So we think uh, for good parenting, there has to be a mix of something which is very often repeated as a good cop and a bad cop. Somebody who sympathizes with you, somebody who loves you, and somebody who is a stricter parent, who who makes sure that you do the right thing at the right time. Uh, so, traditionally, again, uh, the role of getting it done the right way the right time and being a stricter one comes to a man. Uh, because we, we relate to man as masculine, and that's where the strength comes from and the other role of being a nurturer and of being sympathetic and listening and being loving and the softer sides of it, that role mostly gets taken by the woman of the house. I'm saying mostly because there are times when it's the other way around, uh, which actually goes to prove that it's nothing to do with your gender. It's stereotyping what we think is the best role. So men have traditionally taken a role of being the strict one. So, The myth to be broken here is that uh, we don't need this carrot and stick approach for good parenting, for making children do something which we want them to do, or they being responsible in their life. Uh, That's one of the biggest myth. Uh, This really doesn't work. Why? One, because once you are getting strict or once you are ordering and you are making sure that the child listens to you, you're actually creating dependence versus independence. They start doing stuff because you are wanting them to do that, not because they want to do it. So in a very subtle way, when you say, listen to me, you're actually making them dependent on your decision-making skills versus nurturing their own decision-making skills. So we need to train ourselves and our children on how they can make the best decisions for their life. Will they falter a few times? Sure, they would. But can we train them how to do it versus telling them, Giving them instructions and giving them our decisions. Uh, So, we need to take, just to put it, summarize what I just said, we need to put into two things the carrot and stick approach and the uh, good cop and the bad cop approach really doesn't work. Uh, Both the parents can be a huge support structure, a stand for their child. And there is no need for one of them to be the softer one and one of them to be the harder one to make sure things are balanced. We don't need to take roles uh, individually. What we need to do is have a lot of love, empathy, care, experiencing it and expressing it. And at the same time, being very focused on your issues, very focused on delivery, very focused on making your child responsible. Both of them, can coexist and have a very beautiful relationship with your child.
0: I think it's a very good approach to adopt, and it will be helpful for our listeners. But there is a very realistic thing that fathers are considered closer to their daughters. But how can fathers build a beautiful bond with their sons?
1: <laughs> again, what you're talking about is very, very uh, again traditional, and uh, well, most of the time that's what exactly happens. Most of the time. So, first thing, one role of the masculine role, which uh, naturally we have, as I said again, collapsed with being a male and a male of the family takes it on, is the role of being a protector. Uh, It's been uh, ages since the time we, we propagate that women are a weaker sex and the men is a stronger sex and i'm talking about not mentally uh, not emotionally but physically so the role of men protecting a woman uh, makes it a natural choice so when you see your daughter your first instinct is to protect to make sure nothing happens to make sure that she is good so that role automatically gets taken by the father and you start protecting your child uh, the way you will uh, reprimand a girl child uh, on a mistake versus the way you will reprimand a boy child will be very very different because it will come that okay women are softer so I have to deal with softness and men are stronger I can do whatever uh, with them Uh, that leads to a very different approach taken by fathers for their daughters and a very different approach taken by fathers for their sons uh, which leads to a very different relationship so when you're harsher to your son you're straight uh, Uh, you can be okay with their falling and not okay with their daughter falling automatically you start building a very different relationship a very different connect with your daughter versus your son and son has always looked at care he does not treat me the same way he treats my sister and that's what's been traditionally happening Uh, but having said that uh, there are other ways around when we see that happening with ourselves so if we have gone through a process where Same thing was happening to me the chances are i may take a completely different approach with my own child or i may take the same approach with my own child depending on what worked for me so if my father was harsh with me and i liked it then i would say it's fine and that's the way it should be and if i didn't like that then i would try and do it the other way around with my child so so it it's not just as i said one size fits all Humans behave very, very differently. Humans have a very different interaction and very different uh, reaction to whatever happens to them. So there is uh, not one answer to the question, but I wanted to give you different perspectives so that you can listen to this and understand from how is it happening at your place, at your end, in your household. Uh, so coming to the second part of the question where you said, how can parents improve their relationship with the son? Uh, The first thing which I said in the first, uh, when you asked me the first question was, first of all, we need to delink our traits from our gender. Every female in the world has both feminine and masculine traits. Every male has female and masculine traits. Uh, It has nothing to do with their gender. So can we start delinking it? and nurture both in both. So, for example, in a boy child, you're nurturing the feminine traits of love, care, affection, softness, and nurturing the masculine traits too. Similarly, in a girl child, we are nurturing both. We are nurturing their uh, strengths in terms of being strong mentally, emotionally, physically. Uh, their ability to take on pain, their ability to take on emotional stress, and being on the nurturing side. That would be a great plus uh, to start with as a context. And then expose both the boy and the girl to similar stuff in life. So have the same kind of an exposure to both and you will see them thriving far, far, far more. Uh, So treat both of them equally. uh uh, nurture both the traits and once the father starts getting involved in parenting which is a great miss in our society not in our society across the world actually uh the the women the girls in our household because of naturally the father's bringing in the masculine traits will automatically start to get nurtured so men in the next generation, our sons in the next generation would be far more empathetic, far more loving, caring, and uh, understanding than our forefathers. Let's hope uh, we reach out to more parents and more fathers through these communications.
0: Thank you so much, Mr. Kalra, for being with us and sharing all the great insights for our currently, you know, existing dads and upcoming dads. And thank you to our listeners. Before we sum up our show, please give us a rating if you are listening to us on Spotify or any other platform. It will help like-minded people to find us easily. And for more updates, please like us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook. And stay tuned. Until then, bye-bye and take care.